It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day six, attributes of a toxic corporate culture. As we have noted several times in this podcast series, corporate culture is finally being acknowledged as a key ingredient in a successful business, particularly one which operates ethically and in compliance. But what are some of the indicia of good culture? And more importantly, what are some of the indicia of a toxic culture? An MIT article entitled, Why Every Leader Needs to Worry About Toxic Culture, posited that by pinpointing the elements of a toxic culture in a company, its leaders can focus on addressing the issues that will lead employees to disengage and quit. These ideas have significant importance for the compliance function as it navigates corporate culture both in assessing and improving it. Moreover, the chief compliance officer and corporate compliance function were identified in the 2023 evaluation of corporate compliance programs as the keepers of institutional justice and institutional fairness. This means recognizing then preventing a toxic culture from spreading and infecting your entire organization is squarely within the compliance wheelhouse. The article laid out key red flags for every CCO and compliance professional to look for in assessing culture. Finally, for any company with a toxic culture, the changes are much greater to be defrauded by its own employees or defraud others through bribery and corruption by violating such laws as the FCPA. The authors identify what they call the five toxic attributes of being disrespectful, non-inclusive, unethical, cutthroat, and abusive as poison in corporate cultures in the eyes of their of employees. While organizational culture can disappoint employees in many ways, these five elements have by far the greatest negative impact on how employees rate their corporate culture and have contributed the most to employee attrition throughout the Great Resignation and even until today. As a CCO or compliance professional, you need to be on the watch for them and to take steps to remedy them if you see or hear about them. So what are they? Non-inclusive behavior. This is about whether your employees are treated fairly, made to feel welcome, and included in key decisions. It is the most powerful predictor of whether employees view their organization's culture as toxic. It applies to all demographic groups, gender, race, sexual identity, orientation, disability, and age. It can be outright discrimination to the equally invidious but more subtle conflicts of interest, such as nepotism and playing favorites. The topic of non-inclusiveness includes terms like cliques, clubby, or the in-crowd that indicate some employees are being excluded without specifying why. Two, disrespectful behavior. Feeling disrespected at work has the largest negative impact on employees' overall rating of their corporate culture as any other single topic. Lack of respect can occur in many areas. The most obvious is the lack of a speak-up culture where employees understand it is useless to raise arguments to management or even issues. Whether such matters are serious, such as FCPA violations, or straightforward ideas, such as process improvement. It can be something as simple as whether or not to return to the office on a full-time basis and whether management listens to employees about their desires to continue working from home or utilize some type of hybrid working arrangement. Whether you analyze culture at the level of the individual employer aggregate to the organization as a whole, respect towards employees 
resizes to the top of the list of cultural elements that matter the most. Three, ethical behavior. It is the fundamental aspect of culture that matters both the organizational and individual level. <clears throat> Interestingly, there are several different aspects to ethics that every CCO needs to consider. <coughs> Unethical behavior is about integrity and ethics within organization. It also includes dishonesty, which employees describe as dishonest behavior in many ways, from outright lying to making false promises, to shading the truth, to simply sugarcoating. Under regulatory compliance, employees talk about the failure to comply with applicable regulations, including failure around safety standards. Number three, cutthroat behavior. I found this category fascinating. It is includes both uncooperative coworkers and the lack of harmonization across organizational silos. This is not simply friction and coordination, but situations where employees talked about their colleagues actively undermining one another. It includes what the authors term as a vivid lexicon to describe their workplace, dog-eat-dog, Darwinian, and talked about co-workers who threw one another under the bus, stabbed each other in the back, and sabotaged each other. Abusive behavior. Having worked in law firms long ago, I certainly understand abusive behavior. The authors called it sustained hostile behavior towards employees, including such actions as yelling, shouting, bullying, belittling, demeaning, verbally abusing, and condescending to employees. One would hope such behaviors do not exist in the 21st century, but apparently they still do. 08% of employees surveyed for the article uh, described their manager as abusive. However, when employees did mention abusive man managers, it significantly depressed a corporate culture. And CCOs and compliance professionals should try to do is drive forward a culture that is inclusive, respectful, ethical, collaborative, and free from abuse from those in positions of power. But the baseline elements of a healthy culture are what are critical. Employees want more than the basics and other stakeholders in an organization want a company to have strong core values. In, in an interview I had with LRNs, Susan Divers, she called this values and values. From the compliance professional's perspective, it means values like integrity, collaboration, respectfulness, and of course, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, what are the elements of a cutthroat culture and are they present in your organization? Once again, they're dis disrespectful behavior, unethical behavior, cutthroat behavior, and abusive behavior. Number two, the 2023 evaluation of corporate compliance programs mandated that compliance lead the effort against toxic cultures. And number three, does your organization have abusive behavior literally anywhere in the organization? If it does, you need to get it cut out now. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to tell you about an exciting new tool that I have developed with Sam Silverstein, head of the Accountability Institute. It's called the Culture Audit. We're going to premiere this tool at a webinar on Tuesday, November 28th at noon. I've linked to the webinar in the show notes. In this webinar, you will learn how you can assess the current state of your corporate culture, how you can use the cultural assessment audit as a gap analysis, and how you can use the cultural assessment audit as a roadmap for remediation. 
and how this process will provide a documented, auditable trail if a regulator ever comes knocking. I hope you'll join Sam Silverstein and myself on Tuesday, November 28th at noon central time where we premiere the new software tool, the Culture Audit. I know you will find it incredibly useful for your program. If you've enjoyed today's episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, I hope that you will subscribe, rate, and review wherever great podcasts are listened to. As you know, this podcast goes out daily. In each podcast, with one topic, I give you three key takeaways that you can implement in your compliance program at little or no cost. So it's the only daily show with a tip on how to build out your compliance program. Check out 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, and more importantly, subscribe, rate, and review. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.